Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week, we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Ah, uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. I'm Coach Damon Wilson. And there is no interview today. It's just you and I for the next 20 minutes or so. And I'm going to be talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. And that is how to dis- to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development. So I think there's a lot of very well-intentioned coaches out there who are actually destroying the development of goalies unknowingly. And so it's very important to me to get these concepts out there to educate those coaches because, like I said, they're not doing it on purpose. They just don't know any better. So we're going to go through a list that I've put together that I've seen in, in my experience of working with teams and, and coaches, and it's 12 ways to, de- to destroy the development of a lacrosse goalie. I hope you enjoy it. Before we get into today's podcast, I want to read a message from our sponsor, and that is my own online Lax Goalie Rat camp. Listen, do you feel lost when it comes to training your lacrosse goalie? I get it. I had to learn to play goalie from scratch, and it can seem overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. That's why I created the Lax Goalie Rat online camp. I'm going to demystify the position for you teach you the fundamentals in an easy-to-understand manner, and give you the drills and the practice plans that you can execute. Parents have emailed me and said they're getting tons of compliments for their work with the goalies, and all they're doing is following this camp. So check it out at laxgoalierat.com goal. That's laxgoalierat.com goal. While it's definitely not intentional, I think there's a big population of lacrosse coaches out there who are actually hurting the development of their goalies. With the growth of the sport of lacrosse, many teams find themselves with head coaches with very little experience. And it's kind of a tough task then to expect that the majority of teams would have an experienced coach and even more detailed, an experienced lacrosse goalie coach who can develop their team's goalie's skills and mental talents. But simply because you are never a goalie doesn't give you a good excuse to neglect the goalies. For example, some head coaches never play defense in their playing days, and yet they have no problem teaching a man-up strategy. So in this podcast, I want to run through a collection of mistakes that I've seen coaches make When it comes to the development of the goalie, think of this as a list of things to avoid if you want your goalie to reach his or to reach her full potential. It's 12 ways to destroy your lacrosse goalie's development. All right, let's get into it. Number one, neglect the goalie. So goalies are not like other players. It's a specialty position And as such, it must be coached that way. The good news is you don't need goalie experience to be a great goalie coach. Sure, that helps. But nowadays, 
with sites like laxscolyrat.com, Instagram, YouTube. There's really no excuse to be ignorant on how to coach a goalie. So as a head coach, if you don't have a dedicated lacrosse goalie coach, I recommend you assign that responsibility to an assistant coach or to a parent and give them the resources to learn. Once the coach learns some basic principles of the lacrosse goalie stance and positioning and arc play and save techniques, they can begin to intelligently observe and critique your goaltenders so that they can learn and memorize that proper form. And if you can't recognize things on the fly, that's fine. Grab your iPhone, grab a tripod, and record them during practice. And then you can watch that video in slow motion And bad habits really become amplified in slow motion. So coaches who provide no one-on-one instruction with the goalies during practice are hurting their development. In the same way that the face-off position is a specialty position, you wouldn't just tell face-off players to go get better at doing face-offs by doing face-offs. Just go do face-offs, right? You show them the technique. You show them some moves. You show them the drills that are going to make them better. And yet, that's sometimes what we see with goalies, where the extent of a goalie's training during practice is just take shots. And shots help, don't get me wrong, but there's so many other things that you got to develop, so many other things that, that you have to work on. So goalie is the most important position on the team. Well, in my biased opinion anyway. So a coach cannot be so busy with the attack and defense that they don't have time to dedicate to the most important position on the field. Number two in the list of how to to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development is to place unrealistic expectations on the goalie. You know, nothing is harder than being burdened with the expectations of an elite goalie when you're simply incapable of executing saves at that level. So when you scream and you yell at the goalies for their mistakes, ask yourself this, are you being fair? Is, the, is that goalie experienced enough to make the type of saves that you're demanding? So be fair and teach them responsibility for plays they can control and wisdom to know what type of scoring situations they aren't yet capable of handling. As coaches, we can't expect our goalies to stop every shot in practice. Setting unrealistic objectives in practice and letting them know when they fail to live up to these objectives will cause many goalies to break down mentally. I know, because I've received tons of emails from goalies who feel like the losses are their fault. And it's, it's ruining their lacrosse experience, and it's ruining their development. So to properly ensure goaltenders develop, when we're doing drills, when we're going through games, try to aim for a save percentage that is realistic for the goalie's skill level and their experience. Number three, in the list of how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development... Number three is to set up unrealistic shooting drills. This, for me, is the most common and somewhat ridiculous problem that I've seen for goalies. 
maybe maybe in your playing coaching experience, you've seen this drill where where people line up like ten yards away and just rip rip shots at the goalie one after another. How many times does the referee in a game blow the whistle, line players up like that, and let them blast away time and room shots? It's very rare, and yet that's what some consider goalie practice. So here here's something to consider. If you can't identify exactly what skill you're developing in the goalie, other than a lot of shots, then that drill is for the shooter, not the goalie. Okay? And that's fine, but like I said in element number one, we need to develop the goalie. We need to do drills to develop the goalie. So I'm 100% for goalies facing shots during practice. Uh, you know, no problem with that. But if they're going to face shots... It should be in a realistic situation. So shooters should have to move their feet. They should be defended. They should have to change speeds. They should have to deal with a defenseman poking them five times in the ribs. Okay, these are all things that happen in a game, and these are the types of realistic shots that goalies will see. And if you're going to do a shooting drill with no defense, which, which happens, put down some cones and tell the offensive players they must shoot before those cones. And that way, middies and and attackmen don't crank unrealistic shots at the keeper. Another idea, if the purpose of the drill truly is just to work on shooting, consider getting one of these tarps that, that block the majority of the goal and leave the corners open, or targets to put in the corners so shooters can work on hitting those. Uh, they're pretty cheap. You can get them on Amazon. So the point of this one is just to avoid unrealistic situations, and that's going to help the goalie keep a good attitude and you know stay confident uh, in their development. All right. So we are now at number four out of 12 on how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development and number four not include the goalie in the line drills so many goalies think you know because they play goalie and they're making saves that stick skills don't really matter to which i say they couldn't be more wrong you know a goalie's stick skills are what translates into saves and you see guys like adam gittleman blaze reardon goalies in the field game and then they go play in the NLL as a as an indoor player because their stick skills their hands are that great so as you know as a goalie in the clearing game and even for making saves our stick skills matter and you should be hitting the wall you should be doing wall ball and every once in a while you should be in the line drills so you know if you're a coach listening to this make sure your goalie's getting in his wall ball sessions, her wall ball sessions, and make sure when they do the line drills every once in a while, instead of going through, you know, warm up, uh, throw the goalie in there. It's only going to help them learn to catch, throw, fake, dodge. All crucial elements when leading the clear, which is the most important time. If, if a goalie loses the ball during the clear, that's almost certainly a goal. So... That's the point of this one is make sure your goalies are included in the line drills and they're getting their wall ball sessions in. 
Next one in how to destroy, how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development is blame the lacrosse goalie for everything. So when a goalie makes a mistake, it directly leads to a goal for the other team. Mistake equals goal directly within, within milliseconds. So it's very easy to put the blame on the goalie when he lets in an easy shot and your team gets scored on. But never forget that this is a team game, right? So the attackman who threw the ball away, losing possession for your team, is just as guilty for that goal as the keeper who let one slip by. The midi who missed the second slide is just as guilty as the goalie who gave up that goal. And so goalies tend to have very broad shoulders when it comes to accepting blame for losses. They feel like everything is their fault because of that. So as a coach... You can't add to that. It'll destroy their confidence and ultimately their development in the cage. Number six, put additional pressure on the goalie. So I was listening during last season, I was listening to a coach's pregame talk and he was telling the team, listen, we really need a big game from the goalie. I'll leave out the name. To, from the goalie to get the win today. You know, and that's a, that's, a, um, that's a way to limit a lacrosse goalie's development because coaches who lay the difference between winning and losing solely upon the goaltender, they're not doing them any favors. And a coach who makes it clear to everyone that the goalie's performance is the difference between winning and losing, that puts an incredible amount of pressure on that goalie. And goalies have enough pressure on them as is. If anything, the coach should be trying to lift pressure from the goalie's shoulders so he can concentrate or she can concentrate more effectively on the game and concentrate on handling those nerves, not not getting more nerves thrown onto the fire. Too much pressure makes a goalie too stiff and too tense. And that is the exact opposite of how we want our goalies to play, how we want them to be. So by putting additional pressure on the goalie, you're really not doing them any favors and you're actually destroying their development. Next one, play mind games. Talking about how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's confidence, sorry, how to, de- how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development, and I guess also their confidence. But the next one is play mind games. So goalies need to know what you as a coach think of them, okay? They need to know exactly what they must do to improve their skills to earn that starting role or to advance to the next level. And you're really going to develop these goalies who are head cases if you ignore them. Not telling them who's playing, benching them without first having that one-on-one chat about the decision. You know, communication with a goalie must be open and honest. And I never want a goalie to be coddled, but, you know, simply be honest with them as to your expectations what you expect of them, 
why they're not the starter, who's starting the next game, why you're going to make a switch in the next game, etc., etc. So don't play mind games with the goalies. They need to know exactly what you think of them. The communication needs to be open and honest. Next item on the list here in terms of how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development is underwork the goalie. So, you know, as a coach, part of your responsibility is to push your team to give its max effort. And that also needs to be true about the goalie. Given the way that some youth teams are organized, you know, sometimes you just don't have that lacrosse goalie coach there. And so the full extent of training a goalie for some teams means they send an attackman and the goalie down to the far end of the field and you take shots. And like I said before, seeing shots helps, but there's just so much more you could be doing, so many more drills that develop their hands, their eyes, their quickness, their physical stamina, their hand-eye coordination. And I also know lots of kids that, when left to train themselves, will not push as hard as they need to to become a champion. So remember in my elite lacrosse goalie triad that I teach in my camp, you know, a goalie also needs to be physically trained so that their body is explosing, explosive to the ball. And if you're underworking them in any element, but if you're underworking them physically, their game's going to suffer. So make sure that your goalies are giving their max effort and making sure that you are motivating, encouraging, and even sometimes disciplining them so that they're putting out maximum effort. They're pushing themselves harder than they even thought was possible. Number nine on the list of how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development is don't allow the goalies to fail in practice. So for a goalie to improve, they need to get out of their comfort zone. And the fact is, when we're performing drills and putting them through shots, they actually should not be saving 100% of the shots. To me, that indicates that you're shooting unrealistically slow, that the drill's just too easy. So I would shoot for something more in the 70% range so that goalies don't get discouraged, but at the same time, they're seeing realistic speeds that are going to help them improve. We're also, as coaches, teaching them to shrug off goals given up. You know, have a short memory. Approach the next save with the same high level of enthusiasm. And when they give up goals in practice, you can do that. So make sure they're not saving 100% of the shots because you're not allowing them to fail. You also need to encourage them to work on their weaknesses, even though they may hate it. So many goalies might struggle with an off-stick hip or a bounce shot and just hate taking those. And even though they may fail tremendously, those weaknesses need to be addressed through proper coaching technique and then reinforcing that technique via drills. So make sure that your goalies are failing in practice. Make sure you're allowing them to fail and you're getting them out of their comfort zone 
so that they can improve. Number 10, don't coach them mentally. So we're talking about how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development. Don't coach them mentally. So I think a lot of goal I think a lot of coaches and goalie coaches understand the part about transforming their goalies into great ball stoppers. You know, that's the obvious piece. Teach them to make the saves. But there's another piece of an elite lacrosse goalie, and that is that they are mentally tough. And leaving a goalie to figure out mental toughness on his or her own is a big mistake. And you will definitely destroy their development. They're young, developing minds. They go in a million directions. And it usually ends one place, self-blame and doubt. So as a coach and a coach of goalies or a parent, really take the time to, de- to develop your goalie mentally. There's a couple anecdotes that I use that are on my site uh, that I explain in my lacrosse goalie camp. One's called The Tale of Two Wolves. Another is me giving a lesson on how to act after giving up a goal. Another is me giving a lesson on the, the traits of mentally elite goalies. So take time to teach your goalie that aspect of the game. And a great time to do that is when you're doing the physical conditioning. So when they're doing a wall sit or you know, when you're doing some sort of physical activity and they're, they're resting, you can tell them those stories. Or when you're just warming up, right? When you're just taking normal shots to get their warm-up in. You're teaching them to be mentally strong. And, and teaching a goalie to be mentally strong is just as important as teaching them proper safe technique. Right? So if you don't do that, if you don't coach your goalies mentally, you're limiting their development. Next on the list is don't allow them to leave the crease. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to modern lacrosse. You know, goalies need to be able to handle the ball outside of the crease. And just this year, the NCAA passed a new rule uh, that there's a time limit that teams have to get the ball over midfield during the clear. So a team's going to need to push it, and a goalie can't just sit there with the ball and wait for someone on his team to get open. And if you do not train your goalie to be a great stick handler, their game's going to suffer. Your team's game's going to suffer. So leaving the crease, it doesn't mean that they're sprinting into the offensive zone every clear, but it does mean they have the freedom and also the talent to lead the clear on foot if they need to, or to chase out a shot. Okay? Allowing them to leave the crease, it means that they're comfortable juking an attackman, putting on a dodge when that situation calls for it. So there is a strong correlation, like I said before, between stick skills and saveability. And so by allowing them to leave the crease, by making sure they work on their handling indirectly, we're also working on saves too. And the final item on how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development is what I call adopt the my way 
or the highway attitude. If you're a fan of this lacrosse goalie podcast and you've listened to my previous episodes, one of the questions I always ask all of the goalies is, you know, explain your style. And sure, there's some overlap, but so many goalies have different styles, different stances, different ways they attack the ball. Um, You know, some are more hands-based, different ways of training. So there's a lot of different styles of lacrosse goaltending. And there's fundamentals, yes, that every elite goalie has. But again, with those fundamentals in place, there's still a lot of freedom to be an individual as a lacrosse goalie. And that makes sense because you have guys who are 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", dominating the position. You have guys who are 6'4", dominating the position. And it's, and it's different. It's because they have different styles. Again, same. the fundamentals are there, but different styles. And so a coach who comes in and says, it's my way or the highway, meaning... They want their lacrosse goalie that they're coaching to do it their way, and that's it. You're really hurting their development because there's a lot of different styles towards success. There's not just one way to do it, right? Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this one, there are fundamentals, and I think you can have a my way or highway, my way or the highway attitude with the fundamentals, right? So you can't, you have to, you have to have the fundamentals. But, for example, goalies can succeed with a flat arc in the same way they can succeed with a normal arc or a little higher, right? Those are just two different styles. And so a coach who comes in and coaches a goalie who's had tremendous success with a flat arc, but that coach doesn't believe in that and says, no, you need to play a normal arc, you're totally changing their style. Some goalies prefer stepping laterally to the shot while others succeed at a 45 some goalies are a little more upright in the stance hands a little higher some prefer a deeper knee bend hands lower etc 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 there's a lot of different styles and as long as you have the fundamentals in place i don't think it's the right thing to completely make over a lacrosse goalie because that's the way you believe that's the way you played so if a goalie ha- if a coach has that my way or the highway attitude, I think you can really you can really limit the development of a goalie. So there you go. That is 12 ways that a lacrosse goalie can have his development or her development destroyed. So if you're doing any of those, if any of those really hit home, uh, you know, make sure you're, you're adjusting them. And I think what you'll find is that your lacrosse goalie continues to succeed, continues to improve, continues to develop. Let's read through them one more time. It's 12 items of how to destroy a lacrosse goalie's development. We talked about neglecting the goalie placing unrealistic expectations on the goalie, unrealistic shooting drills, not including goalies and line drills, blaming the goalie for everything, putting added pressure on the goalie, underworking the goalie, playing mind games, not allowing them to fail, not coaching them mentally, 
not allowing them to leave the crease, and finally, having a my way or the highway attitude. That's it for this week's podcast. Let me know what you thought about this particular style of show. So this is just me talking. No interviews, obviously. Do you like this style? Would you like to see, would you like to hear more of this style of podcast in the future? Let me know. I'll be waiting. As always, get out there, get some work in, and let's get ready for next year's lacrosse season. Take care. I'm Coach Damon. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson.